0: two days. Swole fam spotlight is from Sherry. What's going on, Beaches? Welcome to the Daily Swole Podcast, episode 2689, Saturday, September the 16th. I'm your host, Papa Swoleo. Sherry writes, I've only been with the Swole fam a short time, but have dropped 16 pounds from implementing the elimination diet. Even better though, is how much stronger I feel in my body from adding yoga, and in my mind, from adding brain gains, that is short but sweet, but also fucking awesome. So, round of applause for Sherry. I concur. Brain gains is fantastic. Yoga is fantastic. The elimination diet is extra, super califragia Fantastic. These are all things that will help you crush your seven pillars, and Sherry outlined four of them. The swolfam Fam, community, of course, elimination, diet, nutrition, yoga is mobility and recovery. So that's maybe five of them. And also mindfulness. Make sure you are taking care of all aspects of your body. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. This is what the seven pillars are. They cover the various aspects, the foundations of what you will customize as a part of the Swole fam, join us today over at SwoleNormousX.com. Yesterday, we had an amazing overtime segment that is available now in Swole TV. We had brand new Balls Deep edits, as well as we had a brand new Driving While Gaining. So all that is inside Swole TV for members only. Again, join us at And if you're ready to join Sherry and really surround yourself with the best people, we are coming rapidly up to fuck your resolution season, which starts in October. We started right at the beginning of all the holidays and all the fuckery. We really lock into looking ahead a few months. Of course, we're living in the present because we're executing in the present, but we're doing it for a reason. Get your shit, get your shit in order now. Do not wait. Do not wait until January. Why wait three, four, five extra months? Why be dealing with the rush in January or February? Why put off your future self? Why delay what you need to be doing? You know, better, you know, better. If you want to make progress, think about what you want to achieve. What type of person do you want to be? And what would that person have done to get them there? And then do those things, set those habits, do those things every day. The seven pillars will get you started. A lot of people don't realize how important taking care of your health is. Exercising, taking care of yourself, discipline, it's going to bleed into every aspect of your life. It's not just, hey, I'm going to get abs. You are building the discipline, which is going to, the cup is going to run over into all aspects of your life. It's going to roll over into your career. It's going to roll over into all the energy, into better relationships. You're going to look better. You're going to have more confidence. It's going to touch other aspects of your life. It's going to encompass everything. So understand, this is not just for aesthetics. It's not just to look good. It's not just to look swole. Of course, that's fantastic. And of course, it's very important. But it's all those other th- second and third-order consequences as a result of you improving yourself. So join us, enormousx.com. Let's get into today's episode, 2,689. Everyone that is coming in on the live stream, if you're just listening, this is a live show every day, completely live. So make sure that you hit the thumbs up button. If you're watching, most people watch on the Daily Swell channel on YouTube, and we want to watch, we want to match the thumbs up with the amount of eyes. So if you're watching and you haven't literally gingerly touched my tip, that's what you're doing by giving the thumbs up. You're kind of giving me a little diddle, a little diddle on the taint. You're gingerly touching my tip, a little sword fighting with Papa. So sword fight, hit that thumbs up button. It helps tremendously. Let's get into today's episode. The following program is rated TV O C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Lie back down. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What
1: is activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my
2: own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable.
1: Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it.
2: Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's
1: only one man who can help me. This is for you, new people. I only have one rule everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Full Marmoth. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. The bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, testing, testing. Test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 26 hundo in 89. Of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular, swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, cast, and slay cast in Zahrel. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, Beaches, booshes, bustas, hustlers, and ye oh hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back with another episode. And today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everest and K2, flexing on all you beast. Okay. Yeah, oh, the fucking, yeah,
1: oh, it's it's fucking Catalina wine The fucking Catalina
0: wine mixer. All right. I hope you had an amazing workout today. We're bringing in the afternoon swole. Very excited. Shout out to Sherry, who was our swole fam spotlight that we read at the beginning of today's episode in the pre roll. Make sure you go and check that out. If you're just tuning in now, make sure you hit the rewind button, at least after the stream, and uh, catch Sherry's awesome post. we like to start off the show with a little knowledge cock and a little love from the Swole Fam. So make sure you share your stories like you always do. And I love reading those um, for the spotlight. It's awesome. It's awesome reading your successes and especially when there's always a good lesson. There's always a good lesson in any post. So whenever we go into the tip section and we read the Swole Fam post, there's always a good lesson to be learned. Always a lesson to be learned, especially even if you need another coat of paint, even though you're already maybe crushing the seven pillars you're getting that accomplished. It's always good to see other people. That's why the Swole Fam is so powerful. You get to experience other people staying consistent. And that's why whenever you post or you share a story, some of you probably don't. You're thinking, eh, why post that up? It's kind of cheesy. It's a little personal win for me, but you know, I didn't lose 100 pounds or anything. It's not an amazing story. I disagree because anytime you're sharing your story of executing something that makes you proud, that is impactful for you and your seven pillars. Other people see that and it helps reinforce just daily tasks. That's what we're doing. We're just executing every day seven pillars every day, over and over and over again. Little coats of paint, and over time, that's what's going to take you to the promised land of sick fucking gains. you all All right, let's get into today's episode. Welcome, Cerny, Jeff, Base Bunny, Love, Matt the Great. Drop in the comments. What'd you smash today? Let's summon the Falcon and get this amazing anthem going and we'll give away this swole card at the end of today's episode but first we have to summon with the voice of an angel yes sir Hashtag Swole Slut for a chance to win today's Swole card. You can do a hashtag Triple S. That will be satisfactory. All right, Swole Slut Saturday. Welcome to the show. Now let's get right into today's episode. Oh my God, I'm excited. Let's moisturize. Let's get right into that tip. Pua. Babe, just an inch. Just an inch. It's cold outside. First Swole fam post of the day. We're going to get right into Uh, Mark's post. I love it. Let's see what's in that box. I love it. What's
1: in the box?
0: Oh, I love it. Mark says, hello, Swole fam. It's that time of the year again when we can let people know we don't want diabetes in a cup. I've had this sticker on my car since last year and I've had compliments on it. I've also seen people laughing in my rear view mirror while I'm at a red light. Small life update also. I just got a new condo and a promotion at work as a site inspector. It's not the target yearly salary that I had wanted, but it's enough for me to live comfortably and I will use it as experience as I progress forward. The one major highlight is my boss lifts as well, parentheses, even though he goes to the purple planet and instantly took notice saying that I got a Superman chest. Mm, I think he's miring the gains. Now with this new job came a small change. I start at 7 a.m. So that means I have to change up the time and length I go to the gym. So now I'm up at 2.55 a.m. Inconceivable! But I ensure that I'm in bed by 8 o'clock. I do this five days a week, but still get up at 4 a.m. on Saturdays because I finally have the weekends off. It's not the first time I had to change up my lifting schedule and it won't be the last respect still getting it done in terms of the picture we have a fuck your pumpkin spice right on the back of the mirror we know they're laughing at that one they're not laughing at the other ones they know they know that they they're miring the fuck your pumpkin spice and they're miring those gains good for you dude good for you glad you're staying consistent 4 a.m that means you were up at 4 a.m to make some sick fucking gains today where's mark right now he's probably sleeping We got another post here from Northwest, our Pacific Northwest native. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm just kidding. Kind of. We talk of parabens and phthalates all the time. And yet here sits bottles of water sitting out in the sun. So if you're just listening, it's a picture of just bottled plastic water stacked up outside of a supermarket. And there's a reason why you want to avoid water. Water. In plastic for one thing, but also it sits outside. It sits outside on pallets. It gets loaded on a truck. It's in a. It's not in a cool truck. So it's sitting, it's driving hundreds of miles and it's just probably baking in a trailer. Who knows? Sometimes trucks get their shipments loaded up and then the truck gets a flat or something happens and then it's sitting in the back of the truck for a couple of weeks or a few days. Who knows? Maybe longer. And then it's sitting in the hot sun. Then it's on the shelves and it's just sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. One of the worst things you can do is keep plastic bottles in your trunk. A lot of people just keep a case of water in their trunk. Maybe for emergencies, if your radiator overheats or things like that, right? You need emergency liquid, but not for drinking because it just leaches. The plastic is leaching even at room temperature, but just faster when it's in the heat. They decay from the UV light. UV light and the heat is the worst. It's a combination of the UV rays and the heat. So anyway, don't drink water out of plastic you buy one hydro flask for 20 30 bucks 40 bucks whatever it is might seem pricey might be pricey for some of you but it's worth it get a stainless steel stainless steel bottle it's a game changer the water tastes better to drink water out of glass get a filter at home a filter system so you could fill up the bottles yourself you don't have to buy expensive water from the stores and glass but just take care of yourself take care of your water it's very important very important but yeah i wonder what it, it's kind of weird that they're all stacked out there It would make sense if they were stacked outside in terms of you're in the Pacific Northwest. There's no storms or anything. Is there a shortage? Usually you'll see this kind of stuff when there's a hurricane and people are just loading up so much water. They're buying so much water. They'll just put pallets out front. So people can just load it up into their cars quickly. They can pay for them at the register and then load it up rather than having to, you know, people scan those things. Anyway, just curious. Looks like one of those hurricane type preparation things we'll have in Florida whenever it's, uh, Something coming. Okay, let's get into a couple questions. We have makeemailswolegan.com. If you want to get on the email list, if you want the knowledge cock in your inbox, if you're all stretched out from getting too much spam, I will rejuvenate your inbox. I will slide right in there. Oof, and you'll know. You'll know I'm in there. It'll make your inbox worth opening again. So if you just have garbage emails and you're ready to spice things up, spice up your inbox with Papa Swoleo's knowledge cock. com. We got a response here from Andrew and Francine. Let's take Andrew's first from the stack your wins email. And Andrew writes some days a win is trying some days doing what you should do and not what you want to do is a win. I would say every day you do that as a win, taking one task, like making your bed or going to the fucking gym and getting your set or sets in will start the ball of positive momentum and build your confidence, force momentum, force momentum. You're not going to want to do it. Don't go to the gym because you want to do it. Even if you're in a good mood and you're looking forward and you feel like training, if you feel like training, that's a bonus. I'm not saying train when you're fucking wiped out and you're in desperate need of recovery. That's improper programming. You're not giving yourself enough recovery in your programming. If it's time to go to the gym and you know, the difference, you know, when you're recovered, you know, when you're good to train, it's just something psychological. You need to get off, get out of your shitty mindset. You just don't feel like it. It's not a, fatigue or an exhaustion thing. And it's not a chronic thing. There's a difference, but you still need to do what it, what needs to be done, whether it's yoga, maybe it's not intense training, but you should still be putting in the work physically active recovery, active recovery. So never anchor the gym and fitness based on feeling like it. I don't train because I feel like it. It's irrelevant. It's very logical and objective. Am I recovered? Then I'm training. Am I not recovered? Then I'm working on recovery and I'm taking a day off from intensive training or I'm taking today off from intensive training and then I'm going to do it tomorrow. So I'm going to do sauna and cold plunge and some foam rolling or some stretching. I'll do some active stuff. I'll go for a walk. So I'll give my body more time to repair and recover from intensive training so I can crush it really hard tomorrow. That's important. It doesn't mean I'm not doing anything today. It just means maybe I'm not training intensely. You should not be training intensely every day. So it makes it irrelevant. You have to remove that factor. Don't even let it be a factor ever. If you have a lot of energy, cool, but don't think like, oh, I really feel like training today. Who cares? Just go do it. You can enjoy it, but just fucking go do it. Don't make feeling like it be the anchor because you're not going to feel like it more often than not. It's great if you do. I hope you do. You should because it's a time for you to invest in your body, but you're also going to war. You're also going to war. You're putting in some fucking effort. You're really pushing yourself. You're going to battle. So it's a certain state of mind. Feeling like it doesn't matter. Get on a good program. Like I'm saying, this has nothing to do with overtraining or under-recovery. I don't feel like, well, maybe you're burnt out. Yeah, but that's not the same thing that I'm talking about here. All right. Francine. On the email, stacking your wins as well. Last May, I could not lift my air conditioner. It was too heavy. Today, however, after a full summer of working out, I lifted that bad boy and carried it to the hallway. I love your show from Bookworm Addict. Oh, that's fantastic. You see, you see, it's not just about making sick fucking gains and looking good and having more confidence and being healthier. It's just real life shit. You're lifting weights. Yes, you're going to get physical benefits you'll get aesthetic and visual benefits. Yeah, you'll look, you're getting stronger. You're using your body. Having to move an air conditioner shouldn't be this ridiculous thing. You're not independent if you're not able to lift it or move it. What if you have kids and you have to catch one of them or lift them up in an emergency and carry them out and move quickly with them? You need to be able to lift some fucking weight. You need to be able to move some shit. And what's the point of working out If you didn't have these kinds of benefits, it's going to be easier for you to carry groceries. It's going to be easier for you to do house chores and cleaning and carry the laundry basket. Your lower back's not going to hurt anymore when you're carrying laundry or just different things. You know, a lot of people don't realize the day to day normal things that get a lot easier until they go traveling. And let's say they're lifting a suitcase onto a conveyor belt. And all of a sudden they're like, wow, that was pretty fucking light. And they just feel solid. And they haven't been in a plane for a couple of years. So they haven't lifted a suitcase and then it just brings back memory of like struggling in the past. You'll notice it with one of these things, one of these days you'll lift something or do something that all of a sudden, like, like Francine, she remembered she couldn't lift her air conditioner before. And now all of a sudden she's lifting it and going down the hall. What the fuck? Objectively, you got a lot stronger and more confident, more physically confident. That's what's up. Thank you for sharing. Excellent. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. Time for some knowledge cock. Now, I love the club music, but I'm going to have to shorten it. I got flagged, of course, for copyright, <laughs> for copyright. So I'm not going to hit it today. I didn't get a chance to, but I like that little music transition. But maybe if I shorten it, maybe if I shorten it or something, I won't get flagged next time. So we'll see. But it picked up something. I don't want to hit those flags or those copyright things if I can help it. But fucking ridiculous. It was like Maybe it was a couple seconds too long. We'll see. All right, uh, let's get into a caller first. So we're getting to questions. If you have a live question, hashtag AskPapaSwolio. Let's get into a question from T-Bone Capone, AskPapaSwolio.com, if you want to call into the show. But let's get a call first, give you all a chance to <coughs> drop in some questions if you have those also. T-Bone, you on the line. Hey, Papa. Need some advice we're getting a new dog next week and we're trying to figure out what kind of diet to give them the last dog we had we fed her a bunch of dry foods and canned foods and she lived at a ripe old age of eight years old and died with a bunch of health problems so if you can give me some advice on what to feed the new pup we greatly appreciate it thank you great question congratulations on the puppers and of course um what you feed your dogs is very important. So we eat the same, the dogs eat the same stuff as us. So I feed. And for those that don't know, Papa Swole, you've seen her on the show. You see her running around in videos and stuff. She's 18 years old. It's fucking crazy. So, you know, she's doing absolutely, she's 18 or 19. We're not sure. So it's crazy how healthy she is and how active she is. And it really comes down to, like you were saying, the nutrition. So we give them raw beef with heart and liver mixed into it. You can get it online from a bunch of places that sell grass-fed beef, like pet burgers from like U.S. Wellness Meats or um, other places online that sell grass-fed beef online. You can find 100% grass-fed beef and they have like just ground beef, but you want them to get organs. Um, they can eat things like bone marrow. Ours get kefir when I'm drinking kefir in the morning. I pour some from Mama Solio and I, you know, give little bits to the dogs too. So they get calcium and they get some good probiotics also. Um, so they, uh, they'll, they'll eat up kefir and shit like that. So anything that they get is stuff that we would eat anyway. You know, if I'm having a couple sp- uh, tablespoons of honey, you know, I'll give them the the spoon and they'll eat that. But For the standard, we mix a little bit of sweet potato in with their raw beef. We do cook the sweet potatoes. We just bake them and then put put a little bit in, mash it in. We just find that when they go to the bathroom, it's better. uh, If they just eat meat only, sometimes they tend to get a little bit like goopy-poopy. So we just kept that, and they're fine. They're great. Papasolio is doing well. Rufus is really healthy and luscious coat. Pinkston's doing well. And it's better for you to train them. It's better for you to train them. Just like kids. If you give kids tons of drugs and sugar and you don't let them exercise, you want your dogs exercise. Take them on a long walk and then train them. And then they're hungry and they're going to respond to quality treats. We have some dried liver treats, liver and bone broth. or are like little hard, little crunchy treats that we break up and they break off into little pieces easily. So I can give some to Rufus. I give them to, to church or to Papa Swolio. So ground raw beef, Raw meat, raw meat and organs. They can eat raw heart, raw kidney, raw liver. I mean, I, I, well, you can give them other organs, but not kidney, liver, heart. That's what we do. They can have bone marrow. They can have that mixed in. They can have raw dairy. It's just like anyone else that needs to adapt to certain things. Some dogs, if they've been eating crap food their whole life, and then you give them some of this stuff, maybe they'll have diarrhea just because of their gut biome, but we feed them real food. That's what we do. And yeah, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's like that, you know, you're going to, it's not, I mean, I I wouldn't say it's necessarily not cheap, but you have your dog longer and they'll live healthier and they're not going to have the same kind of joint pains and issues. Matt says, feed what you can afford. I have three dogs that weigh over a hundred pounds and a fourth one that weighs around 60. Couldn't afford to feed them raw, but they will get hunks of meat organs and sweet potatoes. Yeah. I mean, feed what you can afford. And just saying you also have four dogs, bro. so like you have four dogs, you can also have one and feed that one better. So it depends. But yeah, it's more food, more expensive, but real food is real food. It's objectively better, but feed them as feed them raw, feed them raw, the best quality that you can. So I would agree in that respect. But of course, if you can't afford afford grass-fed beef, then just give them grain-fed beef. But raw beef, it's just, you get more risky there if there's lower quality. So that's what we do. That's what I would recommend and take it to the highest quality that you can. And again, like Matt was saying, you have a bigger dog, they're gonna need more food. They absolutely will need more food. So it depends on the size of your dog too. Church is like, church is like, you know, very little. So is Papa Swolio. This guy is the one that will eat pound of fucking beef. No problem. <laughs> Suck it down. It's gone. It's fucking gone. Dog eats so, so quick. <clears throat> Congratulations on the new pup. I mean, that was nice. Eh, it was a little weak. I wasn't trying to blow your ear holes out. Don't get up. Don't Don't get up, please. Got the hiccups. All right. So we'll take some more questions. Ah, Dela. Let's see. Papa currently working out while listening to the show. Wanted to ask how often should I increase my weights? You can increase them every week. You can increase them every cycle. Depends on if you're training hard enough to failure. And if you're recovering enough, you'll be able to if you can, if you are very regularly. So here's what I recommend. This is what I do. All right. I will do one to two sets per exercise. Sometimes I'll do two, two sets for one exercise. Maybe it's an exercise that I, it's harder to go to absolute failure and get like supported assisted reps. So maybe I'll do, I'll go as close to failure. I'll go to failure as I can, but sometimes certain machines, you can get partial reps out more. Sometimes you can't. So sometimes in certain situations, you could push closer to failure So you might not need more than one set, but if you have to be like kind of really close to failure, but you don't have a spotter to get you a couple force reps or something, then, um, you can do another set anyway, one to two sets per body per exercise. And I'll personally do like four to six sets per body part around. And what I do is I try to keep it in general between like five and 10 reps sometimes 12, but five to 10, five is the lower end. And then 10 is kind of getting towards like the higher end. So I try to pick a weight in that range. So if I did a certain exercise and I'll keep the certain exercises, I'll generally keep the same exercises or the same exercises for a given workout for a body part, like chest, I'll do like the same exercise in the same order, more or less for like two or three times in a row. So my body can build some adaptations. You can do it longer. You can do it longer, but you don't want to introduce some wild new exercises, understand that if you introduce some new exercise, you get that shock reaction. You don't want to necessarily push as close to failure or do as much and do too much volume because if it's a new stimulus for the muscle, you're going to get really sore. You're going to cause more damage and you don't want to overdo it because if you, you guys know this, if you add a new exercise and all of a sudden you get really fucking sore, if you add it out of nowhere, a new exercise and you go to absolute failure, The stress of it being a new movement with a new strength profile and strength curve plus going to failure, it can cause a lot more damage. Not that you're necessarily going to get tendinitis or an issue, but you'll benefit more after doing it once or twice in subsequent workouts and introducing it in like a given cycle or a given period of consistency. And then once you adapt to that new shock stress of the new movement, then you can start pushing your adaptations further and training harder with it rather than right out of the gate, go to absolute failure with a brand new exercise. The novelty of an exercise will compromise the amount of intensity and the volume that you should do right off the bat. So if I do an exercise, let's say last week or last, last session, sometimes it's five days before, sometimes it's 10 days, depending on what split I'm running at the moment. So let's say the previous time I did an exercise for 100 pounds, seven reps. Well, I'm gonna try to do either 100 pounds for eight reps or nine reps or 10 reps, just more than seven. Or I'm going to go up to 105 or 110 and try to get seven reps. You know, I'm going to go up a little bit in weight. Now, that's where a benefit of adding like one pound or getting a gym pin and adding like one pound plates or bringing in fractional plates to the gym. Because sometimes with an exercise, you can't go up five pounds, is too much. Certain movements, five pounds is a big difference. It's a much bigger difference. Like on a bench press, going up more is more, is my point. Sometimes people jump up five pounds or 10 pounds or 25 pounds on each side. You need to do more. You just don't have to do in these blanket numbers, like five. You could put on two and a halves. A lot of people don't want to have, let's say, 315 on the bar and then put one pound plates on the sides, but it's 317. It's more weight. Just Incremental or percentage wise improvements at that point is much harder because you're so close to your maximum output for whatever it is. So, more is more. You really want to increase the weight slightly and do the same amount of reps as last time, or you want to put on or do the same amount of weight as last time and then do a couple more reps. And if you can, which you should if you're recovering properly, you should be doing that almost every session, pretty much. Like I say, of course, as you get older, yeah, eventually there's like that tipping point where it's going to be hard for you to keep on going up, but building muscle and building strength can be very, very consistent if you're recovering enough and you're not doing too much volume and you're training intensely enough. And if you're being specific enough and and intentful enough with your programming, you can increase very, very regularly. And also understand if there's an exercise that you normally do first in a session and then in a given workout, you do it less or you do it like second, it's your second or third set overall, don't gauge that, second or third set, because if I did, let's say, let's say I do incline Smith press normally, let's say first in a workout. And for whatever reason I do it second or third, I can't compare that exercise with what I did. Let's say two weeks ago, I did X amount of weight, but it was the first movement in that workout when I was fresh. And today I'm doing it towards the end. Obviously, I'm not going to hit the same number and the same reps. So you have to keep that in mind. And then you might ask yourself, well, if you can't do that, maybe it's your programming is redundant. It's not required to do that exercise. Maybe you're what you did earlier in the workout. You know what I'm saying? It, it comes down to a lot more details. I know that's a long-winded answer, but you have to compare with different things. So just because you did X amount of weight with one exercise, whatever you do at the beginning of your workout or whatever you did the day before, if you're fatigued, if you're scheduling your workouts properly, whatever your weak points and what you want to work on the most, do that first. Engage that on your progress. Because anytime you're fresh, if you've done three, four, or five sets towards the end of your workout, you're almost, you're, you're pretty much tapped out if you're training intensely enough. <clears throat> Jessica Papaswoleo, this is probably a stupid question. I'll be the judge of that. I'm an overthinker, but on the single leg exercises at 90 day dash in the total body awareness. Is it 10 to 12 reps each leg inside, or are we doing 20 to 24 arm reps or five to six? Well, I know it's my program. I have to look at it, how it's written, but you're not going to be doing 20 to 24 reps. So I assume I know it's 90 day dash and I know I wrote it. I don't look at it every day. So, Well, you're doing stabilization, 10 to 12 reps, 10 to 12 reps. So if you're doing two sets, do one set on one leg and one set on the other leg. For those that don't know, total body awareness is a stabilization program. And I have to like I have to I have to see the stuff in front of me, even though it's my program. And I spend so much time creating it. I haven't looked at the worksheet on that in a bit. I just don't want to give you the wrong thing. Okay, let's see. Let's get into another question. But if you want to follow up, if that didn't make sense, feel free to do so. Uh, bold and brave wedding company. Do you ever have quote cheat meals or days like ever, or are you a hundred percent on a hundred percent of the time? I don't consider anything like cheating. No, I don't in the way you're probably defining it. I just don't have the desire to eat that kind of shit, but I don't, when you say cheat, people cheat. The reason why people call it a cheat is because they know they shouldn't be eating it. They call it a cheat because they normally restrict those foods in their brain are a go. The foods in their brain are something to be eaten. They know they shouldn't, so they're restricting not eating to their set, their nutritional satisfaction. So their normal their normal way of living is living without. They're looking at the way they live as I'm missing something. So I'm gonna allow myself to fill in the gaps on these days. So because people fundamentally don't look at their nutrition properly. They have to use the term cheat. So the way I look at my food is I'm hungry. I'm going to eat my food. Just like you're going to go and put, you're not going to put regular octane in a Porsche or you're not going to put 93 in a fucking Toyota Corolla unless you just want to waste money and or damage your car. So I fuel my body. I eat the foods I know work well for me. And if I want something salty, I put salt on it. I put salt on the meat, like my, my cravings and those types of satisfactions on my palate and my evolutionary, all these adaptations through millennia that satisfy with the foods that I eat. I'm so satisfied with the foods that I eat. I don't look at pizza and be like, oh, I wish I could eat that. Oh my God, it's so good. And then I go to my bowl of like white rice with nothing on it and like plain chicken. That's not how I eat. That's how most people think about eating. Yes, if you're eating plain broccoli with fucking plain chicken, yeah, I would want to fucking kill myself too because that's bland and disgusting. And you're missing fun, you're missing fat, you're missing delicious fucking fat. So that's not proper nutrition. That's not proper nutrition. So of course you're restricting. Of course you're hungry. Of course you're having cravings. Your body is like, please give me food. I need fat so bad. I need real, I, I need real nutrient-dense food. The problem is people go and they eat vegetable oils and their body is still confused and it doesn't know to be full. And It's just like, give me more, give me more, give me more. This is kind of good, but it's really an imposter. So I don't look at it as being hundred percent all the time. I just know that it's time for me to satisfy my needs. It's time for me to fill my tank. So I eat nutrient dense food. So listen to what I eat. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm not saying this to say you have to eat the same things, but I'll eat steak, whether it's skirt steak, whether it's ribeye, whether it's a uh, ground beef, I'll cook it in tallow. I'll Put raw butter all over it. I have raw kefir. I have raw yogurt. We have raw cream in the coffee. This is fucking fantastic. We're drinking it straight mangoes, apples, bananas, watermelon, colostrum, whole eggs, uh, pastured pork, bacon. Like, I, if I want salty, I put salt and fat and all over the steak, and the bacon's salty or raw cheese. Fucking salty. There's Celtic sea salt all over it. It's made with Celtic sea salt. It's delicious. Uh, eggs, like hold rich, delicious eggs. I, I don't need to cheat. I'm so full. I'm satisfied. And if I want sugar, if I want that, I eat fruit. I'll have watermelon. I'll just eat a fucking watermelon. You want to binge on something? Stuff your face with fucking watermelon. You're going to be fine. It's n- <laughs> like, you're, 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 you're going to be fine. You're not going to have a fat gut because you ate too much watermelon. I have diabetes. I just eat too much watermelon. It's 92% water. Just chugging fluid. It's so good. So again, I don't look at it as being a hundred percent. I look at it as I want to eat the foods that work best for me. I want to feel great. And I eat those foods and I'm so satisfied from micro, the micronutrients. I'm just so satisfied and I'm full. I'm satiated. So I don't have the same type of bingings and cravings that I don't keep that shit in my environment. We were at a family thing the other night and they had pizza there and they're saying, and, and you know, the family or there say, well, I'd offer you, I'd offer you pizza, but I know you don't eat that. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Like, I just, it's not appealing at all. It just looks gross. It doesn't look like real food. Does it? Cause it's not real food. It's not real food. So, when someone says, Oh, you don't have a cheat meal, I don't say that because I'm holier than thou. Like, I don't cheat. I am perfect with discipline. I honestly do not have cravings for this stuff. I'm a grown ass man. I have money. I can drive to a McDonald's and get McDonald's if I wanted to. Nothing is stopping me. I just have no desire, no pull, no craving, no like, oh, I miss this. I don't miss it. I don't want to eat that shit anymore. I don't want to feel like crap. I don't want to eat garbage psychologically, logically, and just a big, a big thing of it is I know what it is. I know what it's made out of. I know what's in it. And you can say, well, ignorance is bliss because I know too much. No, I just know about it. I am so educated on what is in this stuff and how it causes inflammation. I understand these side effects. I just have too much information. How can I still eat that shit? With that information, it makes me a fucking idiot. For people that know, oh, I know how bad this is. <laughs> fucking, you're a crackhead. You're such a fucking weirdo. How can you knowingly do that to yourself? When you really know, it's disgusting. It's gross. Like, I don't want to put that in my body. I don't want that around me. I'm not perfect. I don't live in the middle of nowhere. I'm still exposed to EMF and radio. Like, I'm still exposed to a lot of things. There's still cars around. I'm breathing in. You got to do the best that you can. You also can't be so overly obsessed. You just don't go outside and don't function at all. So you can't let it overrun, but you got to control the things that you can control the most. Or you can go live in the mountains and fend for yourself and, you know, go back to the 1700s and don't use electricity and live in a cabin. And yeah, you'll have less of those things around you. You have less conveniences, you're not around friends and family. It's there's pros and cons, right? There's pros and cons. But you can do things like that. You can turn off your Wi-Fi at night. You can get EMF curtains and blankets and you can remove toxins from your mattresses and pillowcases. Like over time, you can oh you learn you ha- you gather new information and then you remove some things. You get cotton uh, shower curtains. So you're not breathing like noxious gases when you're plastic. Phthalate screens are breaking down and steaming in a hot shower. You learn things and then you remove them and you update and you practice, but people use the excuse of, oh, I can't obsess over that. And it's just like, that's no way to live. They say that so they don't have to take any action. So they don't have to actually do anything and be aware of these things. They're not going to want cancer when they're older, but for right now, they can't be bothered. It's like, you don't have to live under a rock. Just when you gather logical information, you make a better choice. Hey, I'm not going to buy dove soap. I'm not going to buy this other toxic shit. Maybe I'll just go buy some. I'm ordering something on Amazon. All I got to do is use my finger a couple more times and get some grass-fed tallow soap instead. Ooh, okay. Well, that stuff doesn't last as long. You don't need as much either. You don't need to be scrubbing your body to death every day. And don't leave it in the shower so it's not like wasting away, you know? Use the fucking soap. (sighs) Anyway, come on now. People just say that to make excuses. Yvonne, once I realized that what those cheat meals were doing to my body, I lost the desire to eat them. Knowing about this stuff and learning and reading books and listening to podcasts and just gathering information eventually you just lose the taste of it. When you know what the shit is inside that, it just starts to look more gross to you then you just don't want it. Uh, Jessica, back to your question about the programming. Um, also, Jessica, make sure that you show up on Monday at 12 noon for the accountability meeting. So that's an even better time to ask these questions. So you could write, if you think of another question, even after the show, bring it Monday at 12. And then we can go into more detail too. For example, it's single leg RDL with curl to press, one to two sets, 10 to 12 repetitions. I've been doing two sets of, two sets of 12 in each leg, which is 24 curls, two presses per set, killing my upper body. You could do one to two sets. You could do one set each leg. You could do one set each leg. That's all depending on, that's all depending on where you're at. So single leg stuff, you can also increase the instability, but one set each side is fine. And then you can adjust the weight accordingly and push yourself more for that. Single leg RDL. See, the thing is with single leg exercise, like the single leg RDL, you know, the RDL portion, you'll be able to do more weight than what you can curl to press. The point is not to strengthen those um, fast twitch fibers. The point is not to build tons of muscle, right? So total body awareness is a neuromuscular coordination session. You're activating a lot of tiny muscles. You're going to feel aches in your foot, right? Jessica, you probably experienced this, especially if you're doing a barefoot or flat foot shoes, you're going to feel, you know, muscles activating in the sole of your feet. You're going to feel a lot of things on the side of your ankle and your calf. It's activating a lot of stabilizer muscles. So it's really not so much the weight or how much volume you do. You want to make sure you have good form. So if that's too much in your upper body, just adjust that to hit 10 to 12. I would just do, you know, uh, because that's if you're doing, you could do one arm too. So you don't have to do two arms, but I would just do two sets, one each leg. And then you can increase the weight for that if you need to. The point is not like some of these movements, like you're not necessarily going to failure is not the goal of that exercise. So again, that is not the, that's not like maximum swole. The 90 day dash is just, it's more about the stabilization, the coordination. So it's not really so much about increasing in strength. It's more about increasing in stability. The most important thing is as you get better, you're less wobbly. That's going to be the sign that you're doing it properly. It's not about, Hey, I went from 10 pounds to 20 pounds. With with stability exercise, the goal is to increase the instability, not increase the weights. You want to increase the instability first. So you go on like a balanced board. You go on like a more unstable surface and master that before you went up in the weight. All right. uh, Let's see here. Andrew says, eat low sugar stuff for six months and then try a full sugar yogurt and see how little you eat. Oof probably feel disgusting. Uh, PZH90, Papa Swolio, do you ever train with your dogs? Um, I mean, I Mama Swolio usually, she'll she'll train with me, but she doesn't, you know, sometimes she, uh, I'm just kidding. She is my bitch. Though. That's my beach. That's my main beach. Uh, train with the dogs, not with Churchill and Papa Swolio. Sometimes Papa Swolio will come around me. If I'm inside Rufus, sometimes I will have him outside, uh, when I'm training, kind of laying around, but I also don't want to keep my eyes on him. Sometimes he'll be around me, but I also don't want to, if he starts sniffing and going around, I like to focus on my training. So I'll usually keep him in the office and then I'll go train and do it myself. But yeah, he's out there sometimes depends on the movement, depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. You could tell her I said that too. Um, well, after Matt says you let mama out of the kitchen, if she does, if she completes all her chores, if she does all her chores, then she can come outside. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. That's a good, that's a good question. Kitchen chores, usually laundry things like that. Dishes, but yep. And then she can, and then she can make some gains. Okay. Someone's asking for an ass kicking. Nope, I am not. I am not asking for an ass kicking. I am not. I am not. You know what I am doing though. I am going balls deep. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! That's deep. <laughs> if we don't see Papa tomorrow, we know she offed him. Ha ha! All right, fam. Everyone, gingerly touch my tip. We got more eyeballs than likes. Shocker. Everyone hit the thumbs up button That's the equivalent of you kind of diddling my nips or pinching my nips. Hit that thumbs up button. Make me squeal. I'm not going to squeal. Squeal like a piggy. Oh, I should get that for the soundboard. A little deliverance action. All right, let's pick a number. I think I am going to raffle all of these off. Yes. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, Drop a number in the comments. One, two, or three. So this is the point. If you're new to the show, this is the point where we... I don't know, clean the bottom, We clean the boats, clean the boats. We scrape the barnacles off, scrape the barnacles off the bottom of the, the proverbial internet one, two or three. Well, Danny, ever at times, every time I say that I yell to her, I'm like, make me a sandwich. She goes, you don't eat bread. That's a good point. So she always has a quick comeback. If I I can't say make me a sandwich, she's like, you don't eat bread. It's true. I don't. I don't. All right, Matt. Hope maybe she'll stay in the kitchen after this one. Number three. Matt says number three. Matt. Yow. Number yow. three. This is called This Just In. This Just In would be a great name for a show with someone that just can't stop eating. This Just In. Oh, this is going in next. What dirty dick will they eat next? This is a response to a comment and the comment says as a fat person changing myself fat phobia is not real it's just a coping method for people for fat people who don't want to change themselves oh they ain't gonna like that one fam Ooh. oh 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 comment that was willie's comment willie sounds like a bass jumper yeah wow he's always safe he's always on base. All right, so this person's fat and says, well, fat phobia is not real. You just don't want to change. Ooh, ooh. Let's see the response to this one. Probably tears, so get ready.
1: This just in. Being fat does not make you immune to being fat phobic. Everyone's fat phobic, to a degree, because society is fat phobic. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means.
0: Yeah, and then they start talking, and then you realize, oh, 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 she's one of those. My name's Forrest, Forrest Gump. All right, short bus, continue.
1: Which is why we must work to unlearn it, together. And call me crazy, call me just...
0: I have absolutely... It's crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Call me crazy. <laughs> um, My pleasure.
1: And call me crazy.
0: Crazy. just
1: <laughs> sheer out of my noggin. Out of your noggin. Don't you think if fat people were simply trying to cope with the fact that they don't want to change themselves? <laughs> Those lazy fatties.
0: Yeah, well, that's not also untrue. Now, let's be honest here. What we're... T- look at the perfect face. If you're a fat activist, if you're one of these activists... You are an absolute grifter. You're a fucktard. There are some people out, there are fat people out there that are living their lives. They're just ignorant to everything. They're in the matrix. They're just completely plugged in and, you know, working or doing whatever. Like there are some people that are just completely out of, most people are just out of touch. They're just zombies. Okay. We're talking about the fat activists that are complete lying twats. Not unlike yourself, crazy
1: themselves those lazy fatties don't you think they might do something a little easier than just making up a word like that seems like a whole lot of effort
0: are you serious making up a word is a whole lot of effort i don't think you understand how thumbs work on social media you do realize creating words and being pathetic doesn't take a lot of work i mean it's a lot of mental gymnastics. Don't get me wrong. It's psychological manipulation and like just brainwashing yourself and completely dissociating from reality. So it's work in that sense, but it's not like physical work. It's not physical work. It's not like you're, you're not breaking a sweat, just giving all of us high blood pressure.
1: To cope when I could just, I don't know, as you would say, eat probably eat cake. Yeah. Yeah. We wish it was that easy. Yeah. (laughs) What? Read a book. Bye!
2: Another example of cake gender would be if someone feels like they have different layers or flavors to their particular gender.
0: What? (laughs) what? If only it were that easy to just eat healthier. Uh, It's not hard. It's very simple. It's really not. It's really not. I'm not, I'm, I'm not giving... I'm not giving benefit of the doubt anymore, like with this kind of stuff. The playtime is over. You know, no more Mr. Nice Guy. It's like, the information's out there. Step up. You know you're eating shit. No one goes to Taco Bell and thinks that they're doing well for themselves. Give me the fucking break. There's natural selection, All right, The weak don't reproduce and die off. Like, if you don't want your entire bloodline to suffer from preventable diseases and autoimmune reactions and autism and all these things that are coming from our environment and our food. We're subjecting ourselves to absolute chemical raping every fucking way we turn. It's absorbing through our fucking skin. We're breathing it in. We're sucking it down through straws. We don't even want to chew anymore. Just give it to me. Just mainline that shit. And we're just zonking out, following every fucking trend, just staring at screens. It's like... Take care of yourself or don't, but don't pretend like you're virtuous for sitting around and eating fucking cake or making terrible decisions. So people are going to say, it's genetic. It's genetic. I'm fat because of my genetics. Well, let me tell you a little secret, sweetheart. No one's genetics are designed to handle this kind of garbage fucking trash food. We all have genetic issues with this fucking food. Some people just eat too much of it. Some people's genetics maybe can resist the absolute shit storm that these foods wreak on our body. But none of us are adapted to this shit. No, no one's DNA is like designed for this kind of fucking shit. Okay. This is absolute garbage. It's not real food. And a lot of people have a lot of problems. Some people, when everyone's eating the same shit, some people are going to have worse off times than others. Shocker, but yeah, you're fat for all sorts of reasons, but there are a lot of people that aren't fat. Some people can eat some of this shit now and again. They're still gonna have problems, but maybe they don't go on, I don't know, this hardcore, ridiculous binge eating and gain 500 pounds, but no one does well with these foods. They're not real. They shouldn't be consumed by humans. So how about this? This just in, don't change. This just in, no one needs to hear your opinion on it. And you might say the same thing about me. Fine. Well, I have the right to say this about you. You could say the same thing about me. Make a video about it. All right. This just in. Go to the fucking gym. This just in. Yeah, stop eating cake. It's probably a good idea. This just in. No one cares about your problems, really. And no one should care more about your problems than you. You could blame society and the culture. Well, guess what? You still don't take care of yourself. So what next? Guess who we can blame for that? You. Look in the mirror to find the person to blame. It's you. So there's that. You can say it's society. You can, you can keep on screaming fat phobia. Keep on screaming fat phobia. Keep on. Scream it. Sing it from the rooftops. You're still fat. Scream it from the rooftops. You still don't go to the gym. Scream it from the rooftops. You still don't eat real food. Scream it from the rooftops. You're still fighting people and arguing and answering fucking comments on social media. Scream whatever you want to scream. You're still unhealthy and you trash yourself. So anything that you can say does not take the spotlight off you. It's your fault. And even if it's not your fault, it's your responsibility. So I was abused. I ate a lot of Cheetos and shit when I was 10. Okay, that's horrible. But guess what? We don't have a time machine. So you do have to dust yourself off, get inspired by something or someone around you and get to fucking work, improving it. Take your power back and take responsibility for what you do this day forward and do better for yourself. Or I don't know, stay in your room and cry and get on medications and suffer from depression and use that as a shield to never change and to blame society and everyone around you. I think the first choice is better. What do you think? All right, pick a number, one or two, one or two. (sighs) All right. So anyway, take responsibility for your health. No one else can. And that's the thing. No one else can. So here's the thing. All I can do, all I can do is rage a little bit. All I can do is rage a little bit and hope someone hears it and it lights a fire under their ass. I hope. Most people are going to listen and think I'm an asshole. Most people that need to hear this aren't going to hear it. But a few people that do, that's going to be awesome. And that makes positive changes. And hopefully that's the real virus that's going to spread. And people around you see what you're doing and they're going to make changes. It's really about you doing it. Most of these people aren't going to change anyway, no matter what I say. That's that's why they're like that. They're not listening to the Daily Soul podcast. They're not here. They're not listening to this shit. They're not going to the fucking gym. That's why they're... So that, okay. Uh, Cerny, the goat number one. Cerny number one. He's on fire. Let's go, Cerny number one. Let's see what we got here. Fashion week fat phobia. Ooh, oof. Uh, let's see. There's a title behind her head. You can barely see it because she's huge. Even when she's doing a little green screen overlay, it says less than one percent of models at the AW23 collections. I don't know what the fuck that is, a fashion thing, I suppose, We're plus size. <laughs> Whatever happened to body inclusivity in fashion? Uh, people don't want to aspire to be fat. They don't want to buy things from people that are, I don't know, pandering to them. It's like, hey, look, you could look like this person. Pass. The reason why Victoria's Secret did blow up and a lot of these fashion brands blow up is like, hey, people want to look like that. You also got to be realistic. You're not going to look like someone who's just a completely different body structure but at the same time it's something to aspire to I'm not saying you should be a stick figure either but you get the point we don't put we don't put obesity morbidity on a on a pedestal no one aspires to be sick and dying
1: and i wish this ah. was an exaggeration but it's not 0.6% of the looks for this fashion week were plus size
0: and all right. So, guess what percentage of people or of athletes in the NBA are white? Can someone look up that percentage? It's probably less than 1%. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't really know. It doesn't really matter. The point is, it's not that much. Oh my God. How come there are more white people? No one wants to watch white dudes play basketball. That'd be a boring game. It'd be a boring game. Okay.
1: When I say plus size, I just mean anything above a size
0: 14.
1: Like 0.6%. Do you understand what that means? Yeah. Over (gasps) 9,000 looks were shown. And around 50 of them. 50 out of 9,000 in four countries. Are you joking? So if you don't believe me, 0.6%, right? I believe you. 9,137 looks.
0: Okay, pause. I believe you. I don't know why you're like saying this. Like, I can believe it. I can. Can you believe? Yeah. Just like I can believe that what 80 or 85% of all the people that were hospitalized due to COVID were obese and had comorbidities. I can believe that too. Cause it may, it's not a, it's not a stretch. It's just logical sense. Sick and unhealthy people that were already sick and unhealthy were less healthy and more sick when exposed to a novel virus. Oh, yeah. It's a fashion runway. There are only 50 whales on stage. Okay. I'm not shocked. You throw some little, how do you feed pigeons, right? You, f- you throw some crumbs on the ground, right? Yeah. Give, give the activists some crumbs. You know, one wants to see this shit, but just so you guys shut the fuck up. Here's a couple fatties. That's kind of what they're doing. Like, yeah, just get a couple of them, put a couple on stage. That should be enough. There aren't enough. It was 0.6, but we want half. These people want to make some money. These companies don't want to go completely out of business. They will. A lot of them will. Right, go woke, go broke, but you know. 50, yeah, 50. By the way, these runways, there are weight limits. You can't just, you know, like, structural integrity and all.
1: There was 219 shows, only 17 of those 219 shows had a plus size person in it. Mm. 95.6% of the looks were a zero to four. Yup. Keep in mind that 67% of women in the United States are plus size. Like, I just don't Uh understand the disconnect between the reality of what women look like in this country and like what is seen in the fashion world.
0: It's not supposed to reflect the perfect percentage. That's not the point. Again, what percentage? Again, what percentage? How about this? Forget the white people in the NBA. What percentage of people how many players are in the NBA? I'm just going to do this. I know it's from around the world and people play. I'm just going to look it up. How many athletes, how many like professional basketball players? Like, I, I guess, how would you consider that? How many NBA players are there? Cause you know, are they signed? Are they in like G leagues and stuff like that? Let's just see. All right. It doesn't really matter. This is from 2019. Someone can look it up. G league. Let's see. <laughs> 15 players really? You're not going to list it during the regular season. Let's just do regular season during the regular season. All right. During the off season, the NBA may have as much as 600 players, 20 per team during regular season. The numbers cut to 450 plus players run two way contracts. So, all right, let's just say 450 to 600, right? So let's say 600. Let's say a thousand. Let's say a thousand. Let's do a thousand. All right. Let me do a little calculator calculator. So let's do a thousand. How many people are in the United States? Let's look that up. How many people live in the USA? I'm just gonna do some math here so you can get some more. Uh, 323, 340, 340 million. Let's do 340 million. So let's do a thousand divided by 340 million. All right, point zero 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 three. So if we move that (laughs) one, two, so point zero 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 three percent, point zero 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 three percent of the population is in the NBA. Okay. Oh my God, we're watching the NBA point zero, 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 three percent. Yeah. Percent. So are we getting offended that like more of the average person and you're looking at specific types of people that are able to complete a task specifically very well. Okay. Just like modeling in fashion. We aspire to things that are more unique. We aspire for things that we don't have or that we want to achieve. Most people are not models. And let me tell you the fat model stuff, the fat, positive models, they really, no one wants, no one wants to see that really. No one wants to see that. That's why you don't have many. You're lucky. You're fortunate that you have anyone that's plus size on these runaways People are obviously not there for that. Otherwise, there'd be more. I'm telling you, if on any fashion show, this is not to be rude, if they ever had a fat positive and everyone was fat, people wouldn't go. No one fucking cares. Just like the WNBA. People don't care. They keep trying to make people care. No one fucking cares about fat modeling. No one cares about the WNBA. They just don't. They just don't. You don't see all these woke tards and feminists going to these goddamn games. No one goes. No one wants to go to see a fat fashion show. Otherwise, there would be fat all over the place. Okay. All right. We got a little more time for this video. We got a little bit more. Got 30 seconds. If people wanted that, they would have it. Trust me. It's easy to find people that are fat.
1: Like, it feels like I'm asking for a favor. Like I'm, I'm, I'm begging, begging for more brands to be inclusive, but like
0: keep begging that
1: benefits the brands. It does not 67% nope. 60, like the nope. majority of the country nope. and of women cannot shop your brand. If you do not make inclusive clothing,
0: no one wants that. No one wants it. That's why they're not fat. No one wants it because no one wants to be fat. No one wants to be fat. I'll rage about that in a second. You should
1: be making clothes for fat people. You should be showing fat people what they would look like in those clothes.
0: They would look terrible. They would look fucking terrible. They would look fucking terrible. Show us what fat people, they would look awful in those clothes. I'm just saying morbidly obese people look awful in most things because they're just sick and dying. No one wants to be fat. You just have people that are grifting, pretending like they're proud of it and everyone else is wrong. And you have a lot of other people that just don't understand that the foods that they're eating and the habits that they're perpetuating is keeping them fat and making them more likely to be fat. Just because you eat shit food doesn't guarantee you're going to be fat. But people that are fucking fat are fat because of what they're doing to their bodies. Your genetics are not, have not evolved to eat these foods. You're subjecting yourself to garbage all the fucking time. Yet these same woke tards will keep on voting Democrat and just shooting themselves in the fucking foot when you have less energy, when you have more restrictions, when you're trying to fucking demonize meat and just replace it with all this chemical trash, you're making it worse. You're making it harder for people to afford good food. You're making it hard for people to access good food. Stop supporting these mega corporations. Stop buying this fucking shit. Start spreading good information. Stop trying to give people vegan bean and shit burgers. Teach people about real fucking food. But come on, people know that this fast, they know the shit's garbage. It's so silly. People don't want to look at that the same way you don't want to watch. You don't want to watch fat models on a runway. The same reason why people don't want to watch the WNBA. Watching the WNBA, I would rather watch boys' high school basketball. Have you ever seen the WNBA? It's awful. It's just awful. It's just awful. That's not being misogynist. A lot of sports, it's like you're just watching sports that are played by people that aren't as good. Some sports can make it. Women's tennis seems to do all right. Certain sports can kind of like still inspire people and they slip, they, they kind of make it through, but people want to see the best of the best. And in most physical performances and physical feats, it's going to be male dominated. It just is. People want to see, people don't watch women's baseball. They want to see someone go fucking yard. They want to see someone go, they want to see a team go back to back 450 foot fucking bombs You want to watch Mike Trout like drop a fucking nuke. That's what you want. That's what you want. You want to see someone who's just fucking just cracks that shit for 465. Yeah, women's beach basketball, beach volleyball. Look at some booty. That's why people want to watch it. Or volleyball. You'll watch that stuff because you get to see some ass. That's like the only, those are the only sports that really do well is when. Why do you think women's tennis is because you're wearing a short little skirt. Oh, but that's so mean. Is it really mean? Is it? I don't care if you like to watch women's tennis. That's fine. I find no interest in it. I don't really find much interest in men's tennis, but I would definitely opt for men's tennis over women's tennis, men's golf over women's golf. Women agree. So like you don't go to watch women's hockey games. That's just the way it is. Women's football. Unless you're doing the, like the, they still, they still have that league, right? Where the girls are like, like lingerie football. That's got to hurt. Turf burn. So anyway, when people, humans want to see competition. So when you see competition, you want to see the best competition. It's just natural for men and women. So again, the fashion show, you don't want to see you you don't want to see uh fat models. You don't want to see fat women walking down the stage and I don't know scantily clad. Like people just don't want to see that. Again, it's not me saying that. It's the fact that there is less than one percent. It's probably because no one wants to see that. Tell me, if it was super popular, right? if everyone who was getting into fashion wanted to see, and they were demanding, everyone was demanding to see fat women and they would sell out stadiums for these fashion shows where fat people walked across the stage. Guess what these companies would do? They would put, it'd be 99% fat people, but it's not. SH says, I'd give women's hockey a shot if they have as many fights as the men do. That's all I watch for. Yeah, um, the thing is with women, they would like take off their, sh- they would take off their skate and like cut people. You sleep with my man. You fucked my man. I feel like women would like bring like a shank. Th- those fights would be savage, grabbing hair and shit. but someone would take off a skate. They don't give a shit. Women don't give a shit when they get into a fight. It's fucking, it, it, it's over. Yeah. And look, I'm not saying that you can't enjoy a women's sport. I'm just saying, like, obviously we know which ones are the most popular. It's because across the board, people don't want to see fat people on a runway and they don't want to, they want to watch like the highest performance possible. Okay. Anyway, uh, we have one more, this is weight stigma. Oh, do tell me more. And this person's comment on the screen that they're responding to, it says on the screen, it says, is it unhealthy to be overweight? That's the title of the video, I suppose. And the comment says, this is so dangerous. Oh my goodness. Yes, we need to get away from aspects of diet culture, but it is unhealthy to be overweight. No way around it. Ooh.
2: Yes, we need to get away Ah. from aspects of diet culture, but it is unhealthy to be overweight. No way around it. Hmm. This is a perfect example of weight stigma and assuming someone's health from the size of their body. If this were true, that it was unhealthy to be overweight, which is a blanket statement, then everyone who was overweight would be unhealthy.
0: Oh my God. It hurts. My brain hurts.
2: And that is simply not the case. You cannot tell how healthy a person is just by looking at them.
0: You can get a really good idea. You can get a really good idea
2: cannot tell how healthy a person is by the size or the shape of their body.
0: You can get a really good idea.
2: Or what category of the BMI they fit into.
0: You can get a really good idea.
2: These assumptions harm people.
0: Not as much as the garbage foods and the terrible habits that they perpetuate.
2: Weight stigma, which is discrimination or stereotype based on someone's body size.
0: My feelings are hurt, cry, cry, tears, tears
2: has been shown to be correlated with worse health outcomes, physical, mental, and emotional.
0: Definitely mental and emotional. Those are pretty much the same thing.
2: It is also highly linked to chronic dieting, unhealthy weight control practices, and eating disorders.
0: People inflicting shit on themselves because of their hurt feelings.
2: Which I would say none of those things are particularly healthy.
0: They're not healthy, shocker. People do more unhealthy things when they're already unhealthy. They do, people do unhealthy things to try to get healthier? Come on, come on. So let's
2: stop judging people based on the size of their body and actually support them in finding emotional, physical, and mental health, no matter what size body that they live in.
0: I don't disagree. I think people should get off their fat, lazy fucking asses and get to work. I agree. I agree. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go.
2: Let me know what questions you have about weight stigma, weight discrimination, weight body.
0: No questions, no questions. We're done. (laughs) We're done with you.
2: Shut up, bitch. Oh, oh.
0: We are done with you.
1: I don't work with the males because I used to be one.
0: We are done with you, fam. <laughs> it's swole card time. And then, of course, we are going to have a throwback video we're going to watch. You're crying again. It's fine to welcome people with open arms, but I think we're past the point of this hand-holding. That doesn't work in our society anymore. The hand-holding, the arm around the shoulder, the, oh, you're wonderful just the way you are. Everyone else is a meanie head. Those meanie heads. That's why we're in this mess, because everyone's a fucking pussy victim today. It's enough of that. Stop crying. Stop fucking crying! You have an amazing life. You're on social media. You have a goddamn fucking iPhone or an end. You have a you have amazing sorcerer's technology. Go back two hundred years; people would look at you as if you had four fucking eyeballs. So you have amazing technology, amazing access to resources. I'm telling you, with this fucking phone, however you're watching me, there's no excuse to not have information anymore. There's no excuse. You have access to the entire totality. Of censored information. You have to go sit through the bullshit. Come on, fam. There's endless audiobooks. You could read on your fucking phone. You could read books. You could have them read to you. You don't know how to read. You can have a fucking person read you a goddamn fucking book because you're so busy. You're so busy. You need an audiobook. Here, I'll read you a book, you little baby. It's okay. I love Audible. I love audiobooks. You get my point. The information's there. It's there. You just don't want to look for it. You don't want to change. You don't want to put in the fucking work. Let's just be honest. You are a lazy fuck. You don't want to put in the work. You're addicted to these foods. Just say that. Seriously. If you just said that, we would be like, well, fuck that person. Thanks for burdening our society. Thanks for stressing the health of the sick care system. Is that a big look? Just be honest. Some people, if they say I'm fat, I'm not going to stop my habits. It's a free country. I agree it's I wish you were freer but yeah I mean you do have the right I wish you wouldn't cuz they have to want it themselves so it's like you're not going to change everyone's mind there's always going to be people that just really want to just they're lost they ain't coming back okay so just be honest don't be like well you're mean I'm perfect the way I am and you still perpetuate bad fucking habits so stop blaming genetics yes the economy fucking blows yes some of these foods are objectively more expensive than other ones. Then stop voting like an asshole. Stop voting to decrease the ability for us to lead to deflation. You know what defla- You know when deflation happens when technology increases, when energy gets cheaper? So let's fucking drill. Let's use these resources from our wonderful planet so we can have more time, so we can deflate everything. You were able to, your purchasing power will increase. We'll have more security. We'll have more energy freedom and it will open up time for people to use their brains to be able to create more and to improve our society and raise everything up. Vote better. Stop voting for these fucking communists that are just destroying your life and then complaining. So if you're gonna use socioeconomic excuses, okay, then vote differently. If you're blaming that, oh, I don't have money or such. Uh, it's so expensive for this, and then you're voting Democrat, what the fuck do you think is happening? You're voting for fucking communists. You're making it harder on yourself. And I'm not saying that I'm a Republican, but this is what is happening in our country. You have this infiltration of progressive Marxist communist ideology. It's just the same shit with a different fucking name. So make better choices. And I'm saying this because it's usually the woke tards that are pushing this nonsense. And again, it's not supposed to make sense. It's about power and control. It's not that they don't know what they're doing. People are just completely blind that they're digging their own grave. So I'm not saying it's not more expensive. I'm not saying that a pound of grass-fed beef is cheaper than grain-fed beef. I know it's more expensive, but it's also less expensive than diabetes medication. It's less expensive than what you're, health insurance is going to be. It's less expensive than the 10, 15 plus extra years you're going to have on your life, right? It's worth it. You're getting more nutrient dense food. So guess what? You'd have to eat less because you're not consuming empty calories. Just make better fucking choices. Again, these fucking lunatics. It doesn't help anyone by blaming society. Well, you're not changing society. You're just whining and bitching online. You're not changing anything. You're taking people's power away from them. You're making it worse. You're making them complain and cry and tear down the system. So what? You can be fat and no one points fingers at you. You're going to find something else to cry about. It's going to be something else. If it's not fat phobia, it's going to be something else. You're going to make something else up. That's the way the cookie crumbles. You're just going to cry about something else. So either don't change and own it or shut the fuck up. Make better choices or don't, but stop acting like it's everyone's against you. No, it's the fact that no one fucking cares about you and you just can't handle it. No one fucking cares about you. No one cares about your diabetes. No one cares about your fucking problems because everyone's got fucking problems. You got people that have two jobs, husband, wife, two jobs, four or five fucking kids, and they both work out and they eat healthy. And their whole family, it's healthy. So what the fuck are you complaining about? You have time. You just don't want to do it. You don't want to make improvements. Fine. It's your life. But stop pretending like everyone is out to get you. No one knows who you are. You just, no one's around you because you're annoying. You're an annoying person that offers nothing to a relationship. I'm not saying that you should kill yourself. What I'm saying is you should improve yourself, make you a more valuable person to spend time around work on yourself, be the best friend to you by following the seven pillars and executing on your health and challenging yourself and making yourself a more resilient person. Then you won't complain and whine and bitch and moan as much. And then you'll have more friends. Hey, people will actually want to be around you. Hey, ain't that nice? Wouldn't that be something special? Wow. All right. I feel better. I think I got it out. I think I got it Emotional out. Emotional damage! I think I did it. I think I think we're there. Ah. <sighs> All right.
1: But I want my own ass! I want my own ass!
0: That I do. <laughs> that I do. Let's give away the swole card, and then we'll do a throwback, shall we? Okay. Swole slut time. Falcon, take us away. <laughs>
1: damn
0: damn 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 uh, certainly says retard I do respect I respect the hard R get after it uh landed on no one let's do another swole slot let's do it again we're scrolling people Some of you don't be, some of you don't be dropping no hashtags. Scrolling, stop, scrolling. Where's Howard? Scrolling, stop. Scrolling, stop, scrolling, stop, scrolling. Stop, I'm scrolling. Stop. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Scrolling, scrolling. I'm not landing on anyone. I'm not landing on anyone. Falcon. (coughs) Falcon. I'm not landing on fucking anyone. All right, let me see. Let me see what we got here. Let me see. Usually we find someone right away. I just kept on scrolling. You guys didn't drop that hashtag much in the comments. Let's see here. Oh, I can't scroll on that picture. Ah, well, that's not working either. Scroll on Telegram. A lot of you guys won cards recently. We went to tell we go to Telegram once or twice a week. No. Yeah, you know, we're going to do it. We'll give it to Melissa. Melissa in the Daily Swole Telegram chat. Congratulations. congratulations. I don't know why I didn't land on anyone on the Daily Swole chat. It's all right. The Daily Swole Telegram chat. Melissa, congratulations. Fucking rigged. Indeed. I just saw Melissa's last one that popped up. I'm like, fuck it. So congratulations. Send us an email to support at swenormous.com. Swole card 2689 in the subject. Your mailing address and the body of the email Oh my God, let's nut this beach, and we'll take some soundboard requests. Congratulations, Melissa. Your second slut card. There you go. And <laughs> the stepchild. Indeed. It's all right. I usually like to go back and forth, scroll for scroll. I still didn't land on anyone, even when I scrolled a couple times in the Daily Swole one. But that's fantastic. Good for you. Good for you. (sighs)
1: with clothing, U.S. dollars, and a jar of gypsy tears to protect me from AIDS. I got hairy legs. The Almighty says, don't change the subject, just answer the fucking question. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? You want the baby boy's so hole, you gotta pay the troll toe. You gotta pay the troll toe to get in. So bullshit, all of it. Now I know you'd love to just sit there and keep being not slim, but
2: we gotta work a little today, okay?
1: EMOTIONAL, DAMN
2: IT! was good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. You Nothing know thing about a shaggy has got lifeless eyes.
1: Black eyes, like a dull eye.
0: The more you hate me, the more you will learn. Because of the implication, So, what are we talking about in the uh, Daily Swole Telegram chat? We're talking about removing dentures. Removing dentures for a blowjob. All right. A Hummer from a Gummer. Yeah. Been there. Know that. Know, know what I'm saying? <clears throat> know what I'm saying? No. Fam, let's do a throwback. Throwback time. (laughs) Here we go. Throwback. Throwback. Throwback.
1: The first time that I realized Stormy wanted to identify as male was Uh. about... Roughly two and a half.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he
2: said, I want to be a boy. He said, I am a boy. Oh. And that is
0: the difference. She's lost. So your two and a half year old said, I am a boy. So then you're going to make your girl a boy. Kids say that, time does things.
1: Stormy I'm four years old. I feel like a boy and I want to be a boy. Sad,
0: that's fucking sad. But there was that point where I thought, you know what, this isn't just... This isn't just a phase. This is not a little girl we're looking at here. This is a little boy.
1: Uh Uh-oh! Retard alert!
0: Probably gay. Probably gonna be more of a masculine lesbian. Nothing wrong with that. Fine. Have at it. Um... But you're Uh, still a girl. Uh... That father's probably... That's what's probably happening here. The father's probably gay. Got that gay seed. You know? Oh my god. Alright. The gay seed. (laughs) That's just child abuse. That's child abuse. Kind of no other way around it. All right, we'll leave it there, fam. Tomorrow is Ask Papa Swolio Live. Get your questions in over there at askpapaswolio.com. Call into the show uh, to submit a question. You can call in and we'll feature it tomorrow during the episode. Of course, we'll take a lot of live questions. We'll take a lot from Instagram as well or... You know... We'll see how that goes. Uh Church is awake. Hello, sweet. Hello, sweet Churchy. Hi, Churchy. Can I get a little can I get a little belly? Can I get a little belly in here? A little stretch. Oh Oh. Get a little stretch. My little sweet, sweet church. Little sweet pinks. Get a little belly rubs. You're on camera. Close your legs. Close your legs. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. That's nasty. That's nasty. You nasty. You nasty. Don't shake at me. Don't give me that. You nasty. You nasty. Nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Yep, she's nasty. Speaking of nasty boys, there's a tainty man. Okay, uh, we're wrapping up the show. We're going long. That's what she said, fam. Thanks for being here. Happy Saturday. Go make some gains tomorrow. Questions. Also, P3S8 drops in 11 days. Very excited about that. So someone drop in the chat. 92723. So we're 11 days out. So Q&A tomorrow. Red Wine Swole. Sunday Funny Q&A-ness tomorrow. And uh, turn those notifications on. I'll swoll text you if you're a member telegram alert discord alert and then on monday we have accountability meeting we got some other awesome announcements so excited about that all right tomorrow ask papa soil live we'll see you then peace mcgeese deuce mcgoose join us insights for papa soil oh, oh 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 out crazy flow, need a straight jacket, cash flow, I'm a bank addict, six subs, had the bass smacking, 808s had the place clapping, three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me, this a private sector so you can't have it, faking all that boom bapping, who you think you is boy, 90s want they sound back, so I give rap, all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands, I don't need rapping, I don't need Zams. I don't need help, I'm a grown man, now they can't laugh and they so mad, it's like, I found that young king
1: with my crown at 10 racks in the fanny pack